Welcome to the Business Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Ann Jimenez. And listen, listen, listen. We're on a roll with our coaching series. I don't know if you got a chance to listen in to last week's episode where we talked about the importance of making peace with our money mindset. And today we're going to be tackling how to actually really deal with fear in your business? How do you actually build resilience? How do you interpret fear? How do you not let it keep you stuck, miserable, and in a pattern that will not let you achieve your full potential? All of that and so much more coming up in today's episode. Welcome to the Business Lounge Podcast, where each week we unpack the hottest online marketing and business strategies so you can grow your business, increase your bottom line, and make a bigger impact. And now, here's your host, Kimberly Ann Jimenez. What is up, familia? Listen, fear is one of those things that we don't really think about as strategic. I don't think many of us really understand how important mindset is. And I always tell our coaching clients and and all of our business launch members, guys, the magic in marketing, the magic in business, it happens when strategy meets mindset. You can't have one or the other. And so let's make sure that we don't leave our mindset uncovered. Let's make sure that maybe we save this episode for future um listens and we're always doing some really good mindset hygiene because it's one of those things that can absolutely make or break your success in business. I can't tell you how many people we've coached who are literally have been like spinning their wheels for years and years and years in the same pattern that's not allowing them to grow and to reach their highest potential because of mindset. Once we remove those mindset blocks, boom, they're free to actually show up in the world in a way that they're called to. And it's such a beautiful thing to experience. And so I'm going to dive right in here today because we have a lot to cover. One of the the things that inspired this episode was I was chatting in in our coaching group. And, um, one of our coaching members was just sharing with me, you know, how scary a particular situation, um, was in her business. But when she was talking about it, I could just sense, right? Like this was coming out of a real deep place of fear for her. And it wasn't what you would normally think. You would think that it was, you know, a bad situation, a loss, you know, something that was truly, hard and challenging, but it was the opposite of that. It was a lot of success in her business. She was actually in a breakthrough stage. She had achieved a breakthrough, a big milestone that she had hoped for for a long time. And I could just see myself in her, honestly, because I have been in that place so many times where I've wanted something so badly. I've worked so hard to achieve, you know, a particular goal or dream or something awesome in my business. And then when it happens, oh my goodness, like I would freak out. I would go into full panic mode and then instantly, right? Imposter syndrome would hit, self-doubt, and I would be just reeling for days trying to get myself together because I was so nervous about the fact that, you know, I had to deliver on the thing that maybe I had promised or maybe I felt 
too seen, right? Too much, too much attention. Um, you know, my, my Instagram content was going viral for me, uh, for, for my account. And then it just kind of felt overwhelming to get so many DMs all of a sudden, or maybe we got a ton of traffic from someone who mentioned us on their podcast or their blog and oh my gosh, the growth felt too excessive. And even though it was amazing to get a bunch of sales, um, immediately I would go into, you know, the territory of like, oh my gosh, what if everyone asked for a refund? And what if everyone, um, you know, starts leaving me bad reviews on the internet? And what if this is the time that they discover that I'm not perfect and I still do things that are not ideal in my own marketing? And, you know, what if they think that I'm less than because of X, Y, or Z? It just, it just, you know, you know how it goes with the, with the mental rabbit hole. And I feel like it's so interesting that A lot of times when we are scared, our brain doesn't understand, right? If we we look at it from a psychological standpoint, our brain doesn't really understand the difference between real danger, aka a bear is chasing you. You know, there's a car coming and it's about to hit you if you walk onto oncoming traffic. Um, There's a cliff. And if you move any closer to the, you know, to, to that precipice, you probably are going to fall down. That's real danger versus perceived danger. And so oftentimes our brain doesn't know the difference between one or the other. And we will go straight into this kind of fight or flight um, or freeze standpoint, even when the danger isn't necessarily physiological, right? We're not in physical danger, but our brain is essentially warning us like, Hey, Hey, Kim, warning, this might happen. This is uncharted territory. We have never been in this place. Even if that's a place of success, even if that's a place of abundance, even if that's a place of prosperity, even if you worked really, really hard to get to that place, your brain might still be like, hey, um, I'm not too sure about this. Like this feels scary and big and weird. And so if you've been in that place, I just want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. And I want you to know it's normal. It's okay to feel the feelings of fear. Now, what do you do about it, right? That's the important part is not staying there. It's actually having a toolkit to deal with those anxieties that come as a result of perceived danger. And so one of the things that I want to encourage you to do is to have a go-to when those emotions come up, right? When that fear comes up, when that anxiety comes up, know how to deal with it. And so for me, a really great strategy that has worked really well is just being aware of it and being like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Like I'm going to understand what is happening right now. It's not that this is actually dangerous and, you know, all these bad things could happen in my business as a result of success. It's just that I've never been here. I feel really uncomfortable, right? My, my brain is trying to protect me from, um, you know, whatever that might be, just, just heartbreak because expectations are not met or fear of being, you know, chastised or criticized or, um, you know, all these pretty irrational conclusions that I get to. So I will just literally sit there and be like, thank you so much brain for trying to protect me. I so appreciate you, but listen, we're going to still walk forward. We're still going to show up. We're still going to deliver. We're still going to give the talk, you know, show off the product, work with that high level client, um, you know, 
answer and respond to everyone on the DMs. Keep showing up for that next viral reel. Keep showing up for that first breakthrough blog because it's okay. It's okay to do that. This is what we've been working towards. This is what we've been excited about. I get that you were trying to protect me, but I'm going to walk through that door anyway, because I know that what's on the other side is exactly what I've been dreaming about for this long. And now that's a hyper logical way of going about it. I tend to be a very, (laughs) Chris makes fun of me because he doesn't make fun of me, but he just laughs. He's like, dude, you're such a girl, but you think like a dude in so many ways. And he's absolutely right. (laughs) I'm very much the logical brain. Um, and then I will, I will have to also, you know, look at it from the emotional standpoint and be like, listen, girlfriend, like I, I feel you. I get it. I understand exactly why you feel the way that you do, but how much regret would you have, right? Like how much regret would you have if you stopped here? If you allowed the fears and the anxiety to deter you from actually moving forward um, in powerful ways, what if what if you stepped in to this moment um, with courage? What if you stepped into this moment and you owned it? Like what what would happen if everything went right? And so it's one of those things where you want to find out what works for you and have those tools available. Um, whenever they do come up, because it's so important that you don't allow the onslaught of feelings and emotions to totally derail your progress. I don't want you to be one of those people that um, are always so constantly and, and exclusively depending on their feelings and emotions that they never supersede them. You know, that their, their emotions master them instead of them mastering their emotions. And I think emotions are so important. They're so valid. I'm not by any way, you know, or form saying that you shouldn't listen to your emotions, but here's the truth. You're, you are not your feelings, right? You're not your emotions. You're so much more than just your feelings and feelings will come and go. You know, feelings are fleeting. (laughs) One of my mentors, um, Lisa Bavere, she talks about this and it just makes me crack up so much. She talks about how um, feelings, you know, come and go. And sometimes she's like, I want to punch my husband square in the face. And I have to tell myself, Lisa, this isn't you. This is menopause. I just crack up so hard because it's so true. How many times have we been in situations where um, we wanted to do crazy things and thank goodness, right? Thank goodness we're not our feelings. We've caught ourselves and, and recouped and not done the thing that we wanted to do, whether it was like Lisa punched someone in the face or, um, you know, just scream and yell and have an entire like, you know, meltdown in front of, I don't know, a ton of people or just, you know, simple things. Like for me, like I I often, often I don't feel like recording a podcast, even though I love this podcast. Sometimes I don't have the energy and I'm like, I just, it would be so much more fun, right? If I, if I could just turn on some TV right now and I could just chill. But I have to discipline myself, right? My feelings will come and go because I might feel, you know, that way for a second and then 
something comes up in our team and someone sends in a really cool message that will fire me up, get me excited. And I'm like, I'm totally doing the podcast today. You know what I'm saying? So you, you can't depend on your feelings. Um, you know, if it was up to me, I would, <laughs> I would feel like eating an entire roll of cookie dough every single night, every single night. But your girl cannot eat gluten that often, if at all. <laughs> and it would be massively unhealthy for me. So it's so important that you understand you're not your feelings and that you turn any of those, you know, spiraling intrusive thoughts that often lead us in the wrong direction. Where we're constantly thinking about like, you know, well, what if everyone refunds? What if, um, someone writes a negative article about me? What if people come against me? What if I get canceled? You know, what if this client um, doesn't want to work with me anymore? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? Into even if. So what if into even if. Even if, you know, this amount of um, traffic or engagement or visibility leads to criticism, I know that I am walking in my calling. I know that I have an assignment and a mission and I'm going to fulfill it anyway. I'm going to step out and courage and prove to myself and the haters that I can accomplish X, Y, or Z. Again, turning your what ifs into even ifs, right? Even if the worst case scenario happened, your identity is not tied to your business. The amount of success that you have or achievement that you have is not who you are. And so sometimes we have to break away from thinking that we are our business. Oh my goodness, I'm going to start preaching and we're going to go down a rabbit hole, Ooh, but that's a good episode for, uh, for um, the future too, you know, talking about why we're not our businesses and how to decouple our identity from our business. Some of us are so stuck, right? Identifying with, with our work that if it doesn't go absolutely the way we think it needs to, that means that we, you know, our self-worth suffers. And oh my goodness, that's a whole other episode, but we need to stay on topic. We need to stay on topic. So the last thing I wanted to share with you um, about dealing with fear in your business, handling fear in your business, you know, wrestling with fear in your business, it's, it's understanding that all of us do. It does not matter what level of success you achieve. I tell you this all, all the time, but listen, and I'm saying this from experience, every single one of my mentors, every person who is anyone in the online space, um, has these feelings and emotions. I'm in mastermind groups, you know, I'm in coaching programs myself, of course, because I want to keep leveling up. Um, and I can't tell you how successful people, people with, you know, who are making 30, 40, 50 million dollars a year. People who are have celebrity status in the industry, people who have done incredible things, um scary things, still wrestle with fear, still wrestle with self-sabotage and anxiety no matter at what level. So you need to give yourself some grace. And it's not about not necessarily feeling the fear. It's not necessarily about removing fear altogether. It's about having some tools, right? It's about knowing yourself and accepting yourself and loving yourself enough to not keep yourself in that place. So that's so important. The thing that I wanted to tell you as it pertains to, you know, fear and not allowing yourself to stay there is that oftentimes the reason we're scared, the reason we're nervous, the reason there's anxiety 
is because we spend way too much time shining the light on ourselves, on ourselves, on our business, on our achievement, on our success. And we stay stuck there instead of shining the light on the people that we're meant to serve. See, if you started to look at your business like a serious assignment, a serious mission, you would start shining the light on the people that you're meant to serve and forgetting about where your pitfalls are, where you're, you know, where you don't measure up, where you are not perfect, what areas, you know, make you less than. We would actually obs- obsess about serving people. All you need to do, your full job is to show up and help other people, whatever it is that you do right? That's true if you sell a physical product locally in a boutique, for example, or you have, I don't know, a local service-based business, like maybe you are a chiropractor or you are a plumber or you have a roofing company. That applies to you if you're in the online space and you're an expert, right? And a leader and a coach. Maybe you write books and you're an author. Maybe you have a coaching program. Maybe you serve small business owners through their marketing or their advertising or their graphic design. Maybe you're a photographer. It does not matter what you've been called to do. You are serving people. And oftentimes we think that what we do is so basic. We think that what we do is so meaningless. We think that what we do is not really that transformational. And we've been there, right? Chris and I have been there. We have been super honest with you guys and told you about all the crazy stories about our moving company. Um, and we're going to actually, we're, we're planning on telling you even more because there's, there's some craziness, guys. We got to share with you that will hopefully encourage you a ton, but Um, when we were moving college kids and installing furniture, you know, for a bunch of student, student housing companies, it didn't feel like we were curing cancer. Okay. Not by any means. It wasn't sexy. It wasn't cute. People asked what we would do. And we're like, you run a, you run a moving company. I'm like, what? Don't y'all have like degrees? (laughs) Exactly. All the time. And so, um, when I tell you that, we definitely felt like we weren't doing that big of a deal and we weren't, you know, really contributing that much. We were absolutely wrong. It took years for us to realize, oh my gosh, we might not be, you know, doing crazy innovative stuff and sending people to Mars and discovering the latest breaking technology. But my goodness, we are providing incredible opportunities for college students. We're actually witnessing to a ton of people. We're being able to give back to our community, right? This this company allows us to do so much more than we could have if we were, you know, just working a nine to five. And so no matter how big or small you feel like your part is in the world, Each and every one of us is designed to serve a purpose. We're all pieces in a giant puzzle. And if we don't show up as our best, if we don't take our mission seriously, the rest of the world suffers. The gifts that you have been given are unique to you. They're absolutely unique to you. And the mission, the purpose that you've been given is unique to you. I strongly believe that each one of us is called by God to do something incredible in the world. Even if that incredible thing, right, isn't the thing that a lot of people call to attention, even if it doesn't mean that it gets you on stages and gives you awards and um, gives you a ton of accolades, the fact that you are meant to touch someone's life, that is priceless. That has eternal consequence. So I never want you to minimize what you do. 
And the reality is 99% of our fears would go away. 99% of our perfectionism and our self-criticism would go away if we would focus on the people that we're meant to serve. If we would focus on the mission today, right now, how can I serve people? How can I show up on my podcast? How can I show up in my content? How can I share a message? How can I encourage people? How can I serve people? How can I show up at work as the best version of myself? That is powerful. And so listen, I hope that this coaching session has been helpful. I hope that you've been enjoying the series and that what we talked about today is something that you take to heart, that you don't just listen to it, but that you implement it, that it's not just words, right? Being thrown in the ethos, but that you put it into action. I'd love to hear from you over on Instagram if this episode was impactful for you and I will see you in the next one. Until then, un beso. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.